0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of the Fogart Council IMS podcast Today's featured pupil is Kirsten from St Mungos High School Kirsten is a pupil of Mr Blackwood and Mr Belsham And she's going to tell us about what she's playing for music in school What her experiences have been And then she's going to perform for us on the drum kit Later on we've got part 2 of our chat with Jane Cuthbertson If you haven't heard part one of that, that's in last week's episode, please do check it out, it's a a great chat that I had with Jane. Okay, enjoy the podcast. Today we have Kirsten Kennedy, welcome to the podcast Kirsten. Hi. Hi. Uh, Kirsten is at St Mungos High School and plays drums and guitar. So do you want to tell us a wee bit about that? Um, tell us how and when you started playing these instruments.
1: Um, so for guitar, I started it probably when I was nine or ten. Um, I was still in primary school. And for drums, it was just when I got into first year and started doing music.
0: Okay. And what was it then when you started playing guitar? What was it that attracted you to guitar? Was there a reason for that? Was there someone in your house that played guitar or did you just think that looks really cool?
1: Um, I just thought it looked really cool and I think a lot of the people that I listened to played it and yeah, it just seemed like a cool thing to learn.
0: Good. So what sort of people did you listen to then? What music were you listening to?
1: Um... A, a bit of everything really, but probably who was like played most a lot in the house was like Ed Sheeran and people like that.
0: Yep. And is that still like the kind of, is that still your sort of favourite people to listen to? Yeah,
1: listen to anything really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. And so in terms of like drummers, do you have a favourite drummer that you like to listen to or maybe a favourite band that there's a, a really good drummer in?
1: Um, I like the band The Vamps. Um, they've got a good drummer in them. Um, yeah, I just like their music really.
0: Good. What is it about it? They like, do you know.
1: I have no idea. It was um a friend that introduced me to them. We went to a concert to see them, and it was really cool to see them all playing live. Cause I had never seen like really, a drummer live before.
0: Okay. Do you know the drummer's name?
1: Um Triss Evans. Tristan Evans.
0: Good stuff. I knew that as well, not because I just googled it there. <laughs> um that's good though. It's good that you've like taken take like taken an interest in that and finding this stuff out. Yeah. Um, what do you do you like going to concerts then?
1: Yeah, I like going to a concert.
0: Yeah. Um what's your what's one of your favourite concerts you've ever been to?
1: Um, it probably was either Ed Sheeran or the Vamps, Um, they were just really good.
0: Yeah, whereabouts did you see them?
1: Um, so the Vamps was at the Hydro, and Ed Sheeran was at Hamden, so right. it was outside, which was really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's quite different, it's amazing the different, erm, uh, atmosphere and everything when you go to a concert outside as opposed to inside, even though, like, the Hydro yeah. is a massive venue, but... It still completely changes it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, um. So you're currently working towards higher music. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. And what? So you're using drums and guitar for that? Um, yeah. Okay. Um. So we're going to hear something from your drums today. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. What piece is it you're going to play for us?
1: Um. This is the blues styles
0: style okay so four drums in sqa for anyone that doesn't know there are certain styles that need to be covered or certain number of styles and different fills and things like that is that right yeah okay and so this is one of your pieces uh, we're going to hear that in just a wee second um but just before we finish i'm going to hit you with some quick fire questions okay okay so like no time to think just straight in with an answer <laughs> All right, can you tell me where is your favourite place to go on holiday?
1: Oh, Spain probably.
0: Okay, outside of music, what's your favourite hobby?
1: Oh, Um, I don't really have many, so probably just going out with friends if that's class as a hobby.
0: (laughs) That that sounds like an excellent hobby, that's good. (laughs) Um, Would you rather be inside on a sunny day or outside on a wet day?
1: Oh... Probably outside on a wet day.
0: I would agree, that's definitely outside's always better. Um Okay, what is your favourite meal?
1: Oh um Probably just a, a classic pizza. Margarita pizza.
0: Yeah, margarita pizza, okay. <laughs> um and who's your favourite Avenger?
1: Oh um Probably
0: Iron Man or Spider-Man Okay It's funny how like when I ask people that's either on the podcast or not the number Mm -hmm. of people that link them together that say either (laughs) Spider-Man or Iron Man it's weird (laughs) but that's fair enough each to their own (laughs) Okay so thank you very much for coming to chat to us today Thank you Uh, We're just going to hear your piece now and then we'll speak to you soon
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Okay, bye-bye. Well done again, Kirsten. I really enjoyed that playing and I'm sure everyone else did too. I'm just going to head over now to part two with our chat with Jane Cuthbertson from the West Lothian Music Service. Just a change of pace now, right? So, I know, like from knowing you you're quite an advocate for positive mental and physical health and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so we just want to chat a wee bit about that if that's okay because obviously that's something that's massively important (laughs) and has been the last few years but especially like this last year that's really come to the fore
2: yeah absolutely um for me personally it's creativity that really helps me stay balanced in life and stay um feeling well okay mentally well um, that's why I'm so passionate about young people learning an instrument um, because it's just such a nice thing to have, it's such a nice thing to be able to do just to spend 20 minutes, half an hour every day um, practising, playing um, doing something creative I think really helps switch off the pressures of the day just give you some sense of personal achievement and personal pride and just a really great outlet for expression self-expression yeah
1: absolutely. um
2: so for me that was music first of all it gets a bit more difficult when music becomes your job so when your hobby becomes your job it, there there are different stresses and pressures and things that come along with that so i don't always nowadays turn to music purely for escape because i find that i'm doing a lot of that anyway in my own life for work um so in normal times outside of teaching yeah gigging and whatever um so it's i sort of lean more towards art now um purely just for fun um so drawing painting coloring and all that sort of stuff but really i just think anything creative if you can spend some time doing that It's really, really beneficial to everybody. Um, So everybody that has the chance to learn an instrument definitely should because it just it's so useful in your life.
0: Absolutely, and I think the fact that learning an instrument is like a physical thing as well. Do you know like there's a lot of creative stuff like so, like if you're sketching or whatever, like that's great. But it's not it's not really a physical thing whereas exactly. learning is a physical thing and
2: exactly
0: yeah that's and a help lot with everything as well with your balance and not physical balance but your yeah no mental for balance sure. and wellbeing and stuff like that and and looking after you physically
2: for sure and um, also when you when you go when you try and do a lot of relaxation things or de stress a lot of um, if you do yoga or if you do meditation or if you do any sort of um, Relaxation work, so much of it comes down to breathing and yep. breath work. And what better to regulate all your breathing in that way is playing a, a wind or a brass instrument.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so the health benefits for me are, are huge. The creative um, mindset is great. And obviously we know already about how, all the academic benefits um, that learning music brings.
0: Yep. But yeah,
2: I would definitely, definitely promote Creativity in your life.
0: Okay, and so like this last year, that's been a big thing for you. Huge. What What sort of other stuff would you find as you found helpful this last year?
2: Um, getting outside, even if it's just for five minutes, and even if it's just for standing at your front door. Yeah. Um. Just to breathe fresh air, I think has been so important. We. Um, Live in town in Edinburgh, and we're in a flat, so we don't have a garden and That is really tough yeah. that was really tough at that time when um you couldn't go outside unless it was for exercise like a way back in the first yeah. lockdown you could only go out for to exercise, and it was maximum like half an hour or whatever it was um that was really tough because we we couldn't if we were going outside we were basically going to to yeah. Exercise and that's obviously beneficial, but sometimes you just want to sit down, read a book yeah. in the sunshine. I was getting manically jealous of people with gardens. Yeah, and putting like I couldn't log on to any of my social media and this when it was really good weather at Easter time I feel like I, I should apologise
0: like, for that <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but if you have the space then it, obviously that's yeah. a, such a retreat I wouldn't want it, anyone to I, don't, I wouldn't want to take it away from anyone I, don't but I was think just like I would have like,
0: posted anything like that on social media but I know fine well my wife would have
2: <laughs> you know like I was just like I can't I can't yeah. I can't look at anybody doing their work from their garden it was such garden. amazing
0: weather for such a long spe- period I think yeah. as well
2: I was so jealous and you know, they, I mean, it's probably something that people listening, like younger people listening, will know about, about comparing in social media and don't compare your life to other people's yeah. lives in social media. It's all, you know... And I've never really felt like that, ever. I've been yeah. quite secure in myself and I don't really bother what anybody else posts online. But see, it was people with gardens that pushed me over the edge. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so just getting outside yeah. to breathe the fresh air really has helped... Um, Exercising as much as possible, spending time, just finding things to spend the time, structuring my day, I think was really key. Right. I don't, I'm not usually a person who likes to feel too busy, yep. but when you've got, um, when you've got like hours and hours of empty time in front of you, um, just finding activities that you can do for an hour, yeah, no, um, absolutely, just to, to break the time up a little bit more,
0: yeah, help.
2: So,
0: I'm always like. I'm terrible with having days in the house. Right? Like my wife's a nurse and works really hard and which just on a day off, she just wants to sit and chill and get some energy back and I'm just like I I can't I can't do this. I need to get out somewhere. I
2: need to get
0: out. And I'll just See? go out and I'm like, I need to go for a walk. I'm just going for a walk and she'll be like, just stay in I'm like, I can't do that. And that was before like lockdown or anything, that was yeah. just the normal times, do you know? So when lockdown was coming last year I was like, This this is not gonna go well for me. Do you know? What I'm so I'm pretty well balanced mentally normally which mm-hmm, is
2: mm-hmm. like great great yeah. to be able to say and
0: I think that's luck I don't think that's specifically something that I've done that's got that's just the way I am but I was like this is not gonna this is gonna tip me over the edge here but mm. it was actually okay I managed okay I think having do you know there was a wee bit of time when we knew it was gonna come and so I think I've kinda taken some time to get my head around it and all that
2: yeah. and it was
0: fine but the hard days for me where, when my wife was working and I was looking after my son, which is amazing, and I love spending time with him, but I was just like, I can't, it was getting to the point where I was in, or we were sitting in a garden and he wasn't big enough to like walk about himself and stuff, and so I got to the point where I was like, no, I need to go out, and he to take you out for a walk, so we bought like one of these rucksack carriers, put yeah. him in it, amazing. So that was my structure, was at some point in the morning, before lunch, I would take him out and that, just get up, have breakfast and go out, and even just going out, like, Ten o'clock in the morning, back for half ten. It was amazing, and the rest of the day was so much easier. But yeah, that's it. That's
2: it. It's so yeah, because I'm I'm like your wife. Like usually, I am happy just to chill out at home.
1: Yeah. Not
2: so much in lockdown, but in normal life, my husband Neil is like you. He wants to be out and about and get out in the fresh air if it's a nice day and do stuff. But I just want to chill. Um. And then lockdown obviously takes that to the total extreme. And if I have days where I think, "God, I'm feeling it really tough today," I, I really am feeling really down, and I really don't feel great. And then I think to myself, "Hang on a minute, when was the last time you went outside?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's always always been. Oh, it's been a couple of days since I've gone.
0: Yeah.
2: Gone outside, so, but uh, it's so it's so worth it.
0: Yeah. It's so um, easy to do though, as well, when you're working from home, I you know, just forget. I know. Do you know? Forget. It's nuts. But yeah. My. I never thought I'd miss that hours commute I've got in the morning.
2: I did my commute today because I was in school today for the first time in a wee while. And yep. it was so good. I mean, I usually hate it. I hate, I usually hate getting to town, uh, getting to the m I counted one day between my house and the m there are 29 sets of traffic lights. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to buzz down the motorway. It's awful. It's awful. And of course they stop at red everyone. Oh, everyone absolutely. stops at red when I'm there. Yeah. Um but when I did it today I thought oh, this is great. <laughs> I really like got the tunes on in the car, radio really loud. Yeah. It was brilliant.
0: I was I must like listening to the, the I listened to the same radio show in the morning all the time and just like, Yeah. Put that on one day, and I was like, Why have I not listened to this? Like, just because I'm not in the car.
2: I know it's so weird, Putting so weird how we get stuck in our little routines, eh?
0: Yeah, nuts. Right, can we talk about eating? Yeah, sure. Stuff so, so, like, I know you've posted online before about in past where you maybe had like eating issues or problems or difficulties. Uh, can you tell us just a wee bit about that?
2: Yeah, so. I had a health issue uh how long ago now? Let's just say in my middle twenties. My middle twenties I had a couple of health things, nothing particularly serious, but I had a couple of um spates of illness just um just actually when I first moved to Dubai. Okay. Um and that sort of gave my insides a bit of a shock and all the 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 ways that i would usually eat or the, the diet that i was i would usually follow just, just didn't work for my body anymore okay but it took me a bit of time to first of all realize that there was something wrong yeah and then even more of a time to get round to doing anything about it because i think it's a very british thing just to push on
0: yeah just sort just push on and... like
2: it I was was never sort of seriously, seriously ill or anything like that. So you just think, well, I can just power through. Um, Even, and it got to a point where it was apparent that, yeah, okay, you can power through, but your quality of life isn't great. Um, So because I couldn't really eat, well, I would eat things and then they wouldn't, agree with me and i was just feeling really rough all the time so i was feeling really nauseous all the time i was always sick Um my skin was really bad my hair and my nails just wouldn't grow i just was unhealthy Good. um so i went to um work with a nutritionist who helped me out of that um, and helped me work out food wise what would work for me yeah. So so the main thing is not a lot of grains, really. Um and then lots of other really weird stuff that I would never have thought about unless I was working with a professional.
0: Okay. Um, so were they did they like were they looking at what you eat and kinda getting you to do things to try and see what Uh
2: uh-huh. so I had to keep a food what? I had to keep a food diary and I had to do all sorts of blood tests and things like that and then we right. eventually got to a stage where I could eat things comfortably again, um, but by that point, I was physically perhaps on the road to recovery, but mentally wasn't that great because I had, I had sort of devised all these coping strategies around not really being able to eat that weren't good. So I didn't have healthy, healthy attitudes toward food, or I didn't have healthy eating patterns. Okay. So, um, okay, we call it disordered eating. It's not an eating disorder. Right. As in, it it it, it wasn't um, you, what, what you'd consider like a an eating disorder, like we all know, like anorexia or bulimia or whatever. Okay. Um That's an eating disorder. Disordered eating is unhealthy habits that are affecting your quality of life. So, because I was terrified of food and I was terrified of feeling awful all the time and what that would mean for my the productivity of my working day or just my day i would have my breakfast and then i wouldn't really eat anything until like eight or nine o'clock at night again right okay um so i wasn't able to fuel my body yep. um properly through the day and i had really strict rules around food and, and what i could eat and where i could eat and how i could eat safely which when i look back on it now is mental yeah. um And I lost a lot of weight, I was really skinny, um, unhealthily so, I didn't feel well at all in myself, Um, I had no sort of motivation to go anywhere or do anything because I was always thinking what if I feel sick or what what if, what if, what if, what if. So I just got myself into such a, um, a, a, a scared place mentally around food. Right. So the nutritionist did a lot of good work on helping me be able to eat again, and that went some way to solve the problem. But it took my brain a little bit of time to work, to catch up with my body in terms of you feel fine. Yeah. Um. So because I had had to keep a food diary for my nutritionist, um, I also then started to build that up, and I started doing bullet journaling. Okay. Which. It's sort of, it's a productivity tracker, um, I guess, is one way to say it. It's a way to sort of maximise your time, I think. Um, If you put hashtag bullet journal into Instagram or whatever, you'll find loads of um, information and ideas about it. But I was using these principles just to track how I was feeling, what my moods were like, um, how well I was sleeping, um, what I was eating. Um, I started to keep a little gratitude list of things that um, were and things that I was grateful for every day and then when I started to sort of think about my life as a whole I could see that actually you're getting so stressed out about one little tiny part Yeah. there's lots of things that are, are good and that you're in control of and are going in the right direction so it was bullet journaling that really took me out of that place mentally
0: right?
2: which was amazing
0: yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you've posted stuff like that online before, about stuff you're grateful for and things. Do you know? And yeah. Like I remember reading it and thinking that's, that's a really positive thing. Like you, you've always come across to me though as like a positive person and everything. Do you know? And like, always seemed like happy and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, there's times there's like highs and lows and things, but.
2: Hi, I mean that's it. I I wouldn't say that at the time I was. I wouldn't have considered myself unhappy at the time.
0: Yeah,
2: I would have said that I was living with a lot of mental strain and stress and okay. physical stress, but I didn't feel. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. I wouldn't have said, "Oh, I'm really sad all the time" yeah. or "I'm really down all the time." It's just like you say, it was a bit up and down, and there was one part of my life which was was troubling. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, if you just that really helped me out of that, it helped me see. Well, actually, so much is going really well. Yeah. This is one little part that you can work on, to to make yourself healthy, and mentally well again. Okay. Um. It wasn't until I really looked back at it that I thought, oh yeah, actually, that was quite a lot to go through.
0: Yeah. Um, but the time it's just everything builds up gradually, so you're not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be a sudden change. Whereas if you look at it in a space of like six months or a year, you can see the change. You know.
2: Exactly. Um. And I think that. I would really recommend that, especially to anybody younger that's listening, 'cause there's so I know that there's so much going on in young people's lives now. So much. Yeah. Um your sort of adolescents, your teenage years is a lot to cope with anyway. Um, but especially now, um, if anybody's feeling overwhelmed then I would really suggest checking that out and, and seeing if you can just Lay everything out and see what's what. Yep. A gratitude list is really good because you can always find something.
0: Yeah.
2: Even if it's just like, I watched a really good episode of my favorite show.
0: Yeah, or
2: absolutely. Or I got outside for five minutes and felt calm. You can always find something in your day that is positive.
0: Yeah, it's just that a wee thing can make a huge big difference. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So you, yeah, one thing I found really positive. I'm going to just look this up to make sure I get it spot on. There was a, an artist I follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. Charlie Mackesy. Oh, so I yeah, I love him. I heard him, I think, about 2006, I'm going to say. I heard him doing Great. a talk online, not as an artist. Oh, wow. But just, yeah. And I remember at the time, it was such a good talk and it was so well done. And it was sort of subjects I'd heard about before and things, but just the way he presented everything was amazing. Um and I knew, like, I knew he was an artist, but that was it. I didn't, social media wasn't quite the same back then.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I didn't really know about him, but yeah, this last year, he's just the stuff. It's like wee simple things he puts up every day, or I don't know if it's every day, quite often anyway, and it's just incredible. So yeah, Charlie Mackesay, so Charlie, and then M A C K E S Y. And he's got lots of wee, it's just like, in some ways, simple illustrations, but they're so impressive. And we, Positive phrases and things like this one. Do you know, like there's he's one he's posted. It's just a picture of two people hugging, and it just says one day soon.
2: It's so lovely, isn't it? And that's it. I think that when we think about can be, yeah, things can be really overwhelming just now, especially if people maybe are thinking towards their future or, or things like that. And I always think that setting big, grand ambitions, yeah, can be really unnecessary. Like what you really need to be. To be content and to be, to be, balanced and well. It's just little things. Focus on the little things, and then yeah. the big things take care of themselves.
0: Absolutely, just one step um, to the next step. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, if and that, then you'll get to where you need to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's good. And obviously, try and chat to someone if there's issues and stuff like that. hundred well, percent. No matter who, it is, like a teacher or a friend or someone. Yep. That's Yep, cool.
2: yep, yep. There's always somebody there to listen.
0: Perfect. Okay, um we'll just bring it back to teaching a wee bit. So sure. the last wee while you're obviously the same boat as me playing a wind instrument and we're not allowed to play in school or we've not been allowed to play in school. What's it been like working from home?
2: It's been a mixed bag working from home. Um I really, really, really miss making music in person. I mean that obviously that goes without saying. Um just because that the act of me, the act of making music is meant to be shared. Like it's a it's a a gift that you give yep. whoever is around to hear it. Um so it's a team game. Yeah. Make music and learn music. So it, it is a bit strange being separate um or over a screen. Um but I've enjoyed not having so long a commute. Um I've enjoyed I actually have enjoyed I feel like I've learned a lot. Yeah. Um about obviously we we have to deliver lessons in a new way now. Yeah. Um so it has been quite refreshing to have to to really think about what it is to teach and what it is to be an effective teacher and how you can um how you can transfer that into an online environment. Um and I have to say I've been super impressed with the resilience of all the students. Yeah. Um, coping with all sorts of different ways. So in my primary fives so that I started this term, they've had lessons on at home via Teams online. Yep. They've had non playing lessons in school. They've been making recordings for me. Um they've 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 seen me in person, they've seen me behind by a screen. They've coped with so many different ways of learning. Yeah. Um, in such a short period of time really, that I've been really impressed with how everybody has adapted, even though it's not always easy.
0: Yeah. A lot not. of people
2: it's just still moving forward. Yeah. In some way.
0: And even just the small thing of recording your piece to take into your lesson. Like we were kind of doing that when we were in school and it like it sounds so simple but do you know, like but you and I not. have recorded stuff at home for people's and even playing stuff that's maybe not as challenging. What's well, definitely not as challenging for us as, as for them, like we still mess it up all the time, and it takes like three or four takes sometimes. It's
2: so that big red button, as soon as you press the red button, I
0: know everything goes out of your head. Yeah,
2: um, and it's, it's been so interesting. To, when you're saying to kids, this is not an assessment; it's not a yeah. test. I don't really mind what you record; just record something. Because when you come to your lesson in person, I don't expect perfection. No. So why why would it be any different? But there's something about the act of of putting it out there permanently.
0: Yeah, that's like you can't you can't <laughs> take it back is... when it's performance, but when it's recording. What?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, so yeah, it's been a real mixed bag. and mainly just want to go back to to being in person with everybody and and feeling the sort of magic of what happens when music is made in the air
0: yeah that's it and bands and stuff like that as well like just so far away do you know i had to i know it was a few weeks ago now to fill in a form to book for our regional concerts for 2022 and it was just like wow that's something to look wow. forward to. It's so valuable, but so soon I know. in some other ways, do you know? But
2: I know, I know, it's going to come quick. Like it will come quickly. Yeah,
0: I think. but it's absolutely yeah. one of these things. The more, like, the more you give out, the more you get back in terms of when you're playing with other people.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. for
0: sure. And I think I'd that's what wait. gets us all hooked really into it. Like, it's great fun playing by yourself and having fun that way, but playing with other people so much better.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's where. The magic happens i think that's where yeah that's where the main enjoyment i would imagine for everybody is certainly as for me um i can't wait till i can hear a band again
0: that's it it's gonna be amazing
2: i know know.
0: tuning up it's the wee things
2: (laughs) i know (laughs) i really just want to say everybody right from letter a one more time
0: (laughs) oh the stuff we look forward to i know right okay just about finished i've got some rapid fire questions for you right
2: go for
0: it right what is your favorite meal
2: risotto
0: oh my wife loves risotto every time we go to an italian restaurant she looks at the menu for five minutes and as soon as we sit down i'm thinking she's getting risotto i'm gonna get Aye. this i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get this right okay and then the waiter comes over and she goes can i have the risotto please <laughs> and like, every time Everything
2: <laughs> so good, and because I can't eat pasta, it's perfect.
0: Ideal. Um, what are you currently reading?
2: I've just finished a great book called um, "Poverty Safari." Okay. Uh, by Darren McGreevy, is that his name? He's a. He's just got a show that everybody should watch on BBC Scotland. It's called Class Wars, right. and it's talking about whether um, whether the class system still exists in scotland in the uk um and his book is about him growing up in pollock in glasgow yep. um and his experience with how he feels being portrayed as working class has affected his life okay um so he he's a
0: it's really Scottish... funny like, as soon as you mentioned Pollok, there in my head i'm already i've already decided what class it is
2: see it's a really great watch and it's a really great book um he is a rapper he goes by the name of loki Right. And in terms of Scottish rap, I think he's quite big. I don't know much about Scottish rap, um, but that's the last book I've just finished. I literally just finished it yesterday. So class, wo- no? What did I say it was called? The program's called Class Wars. The book is called. Yeah. It's on a Kindle, so I can't even look at the title.
0: Sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll rewind back and take
2: that. Well, right. um class. I'm sure it's called Class Wars or something like that. Right, okay. Um, That's good. No, Poverty Safari. Poverty Safari. That's right,
0: I remember now. <laughs> I was listening, I'll say but it, yeah.
2: I'll say it again. I'll say it again and you can, uh, you can edit it. Right. It's called Poverty Safari. Okay. By Darren Magridae, Scottish rapper Loki.
0: Perfect. Um, here's a tough one for you, potentially. Mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer or John Williams?
2: <gasps> John Williams.
0: Okay. I asked my wife you this can, last mean, night and she was like she's always going about hands I she said John Williams I said really and she was like well maybe not actually and that was it for I five mean, minutes back and forth
2: as a horn player you're not going to see anybody else except John Williams no, absolutely not epic
0: okay um, if you didn't do your if you weren't teaching music what do you think you would do
2: Oh, that's so tough
0: so like let's say you'd go back to when you left school but you had to do something and different
2: and didn't teach music do you know I'd still be a teacher I just don't know what probably primary school
0: okay alright Um if there was a film about your life which actress would you want to play you <sighs>
2: This is really hard because I barely watch any films so therefore barely know any actresses. Right.
0: <laughs> me make my next question trick again.
2: Um, let's see. Somebody else called Jen. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. She's, yeah, as good a bit as any. <laughs> okay.
0: And I know that, well, this isn't the next one. Uh, what, who's your favourite Avenger? I've asked everyone this one. So you maybe don't have one
2: i have never seen any of the avengers films okay i uh, but i have to say i mean to give you an idea of how much and how often i watch any movies i only watched the star wars films in lockdown <laughs> <laughs> so i only just know yeah i'm i i do not know what did you think um, of that i enjoyed it way more than i thought when i was gonna you say gonna... the
0: star wars films are you talking about like three like or all, all of them? no okay. like all of them yep
2: all of them, like the the original, the trilogy that became like, is it nine? Yeah. Of that Skywalker thing, and then all the other ones as well, the Han Solo one and all that. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was gonna. Um. I mean, they've obviously aged. Yeah. The I effects mean, like, and all that.
0: Yeah, when you take it, the original ones in context of when they come out and stuff.
2: Oh it's yeah, of, it would have blown your mind yeah. going to see that in the cinema Absolutely. when it first came out. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to because when the second group of... Well, now it's like one to three came out when we were kids. Yeah. Um, I remember going to the cinema being made to go because it was my brother's choice of what to see that week and I really hated it. So that was in my head like, oh, they're rubbish. And they are quite rubbish compared to the rest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But but it was good. I enjoyed it. And it was nice to hear the music in place. Yeah. Because I feel like... I've played that music so much in orchestras. So it's nice to see it in, in context. Okay. But the Avengers, I don't know, is is the um, is the Ant-Man, is he an Avenger? He
0: is. There you go. Oh, I
2: like Paul Rudd, so we'll have Ant-Man.
0: That's cool. It's <laughs> as <laughs> <laughs> good a reason as any, though.
2: Hey, i have just been watching Friends and Mike from Friends. Tell me this. He's my fave. Tell me this right, about go. Star
0: Wars, right? So... I'm worried about it in that, it's fine if people haven't seen it, they need to go and see it I'm wary about <laughs> revealing
2: oh, I mean, it's the the doors the, major the thing, horses bullied the major for spoilers thing, right? so
0: right. from the original films mm-hmm. not the original from episodes 1, 2 and 3
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then like 4, 5 and 6 mm-hmm. there's the major secret, we'll call it mm-hmm. that comes out do you ever mm-hmm. wonder why R2D2 is there the whole time, doesn't have his memory wiped, and doesn't tell.
2: And doesn't... I. I don't Raging. know.
0: He's a wee sneaky. <laughs> Can't be trusted.
2: I mean, but then when you start thinking about that, there's quite a lot that you can pick apart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that, because I don't want to ruin it. No,
2: no, oh, no. it's obviously fantastic. I love Star Wars.
0: My dad once borrowed the DVDs, and he watched episode four. And I texted him, I said, how do you enjoy it? And he takes back. Are all the films as rubbish as that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was six years yeah. ago. I haven't spoken to him since. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> and of course I. Am. But yeah. Uh, right, last one. This is a specific one for you. I have a list of questions here, like quick fire. I ask everyone. This one's specific for you. Because okay. I know it's your favourite question. What are you having for dinner tonight?
2: favourite question tonight we're going to have pizza oh, always pizza on a friday
0: amazing what a tradition
2: i know i have i should say that's what i miss most about lockdown not being with other people so we can have the what are you having for your dinner chat yeah
0: it's
2: round about lunchtime, finish your lunch a couple of lessons to go <laughs> before the end of the day
0: start thinking ahead just
2: start chatting about what you're going to have for tea. Do you have anything with pizza do you
0: just have pizza or do you have like chips or garlic bread or anything with it or
2: just pizza, but then because um, I have to have gluten free pizza, they're always tiny um, and rubbish. So we have, I don't know, like some sort of little starter, right. like um, like, uh, like like haggis pakora.
0: That's good. You can
2: get a nice haggis pakora around at Sainsbury's, our local. Yep. You get nice. Or um,
0: any other supermarket.
2: Or any other <laughs> supermarket of your choice. Um. So it's usually a wee starter, a piccola, or sometimes like. I can't remember what they're called, like, breaded cheese sticks, what are they called?
0: I think that's what they're called, yeah. Yeah, what they're called.
2: Um, Also doing, they also do a nice gluten-free one of them. Right. And then you could only get a gluten-free margarita. So I buy, like, a little continental meat packet and put it on so I can, like, zhuzh it up. Perfect. I'm just eating a margarita. Amazing. That's what I'm having. can you wait. Good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that.
0: (laughs) Aye, not long to go now. What are you
2: having for your dinner?
0: We are having, we've got a chicken and chorizo casserole.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: this is our anniversary actually, this is our 10th wedding anniversary, but I'm always working oh. today. Oh! In the space of a week, she's got her 10th wedding anniversary, she's working 7 till half 7, and then next Sunday's Mother's Day and she's working 7 till half 7, so it's a bit of a shame. But Bless But she's her. off for the weekend, so that's good, because I can annoy her but all weekend
2: oh 10 years
0: yeah
2: i mean i don't know why i'm saying that it's 10 years for me next year
0: <laughs> crazy i
2: know we still i still feel like we're at uni you know i know I still feel like that age
0: 24 that's the age i always think i am yeah like up to that point i was like yeah i'm getting older i'm getting older and then all of a sudden i was like mm, i feel 24 but i'm actually 30 I,
2: <laughs> I i peaked at that age yeah. just want to stay there
0: that's that okay that's all that's a long interview but it's good thanks for joining awesome
2: thank you